Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Welcome, everyone, on this beautiful day. It is Lisa Bennett. I am the Space Whisperer, founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. And you might wonder, what the heck is that? Well, I have had the capacity of communicating with spaces and spaces communicating with me for as long as I can remember. And it's actually, um, for me, it's, it's really just like getting almost a download information, whether I walk into a space or whether I actually um, talk to a person. And 99% of the time when I first meet someone, it's usually their space that's talking to me. And then, then we start talking, um, the individual and I. And, and so uh, your space, everyone's space out there, has an energetic vibration and so with that energetic vibration I can pick it up and pretty much discern on what's happening in someone's life and uh, uh, yeah it's pretty cool and, and it's sort of like an x-ray and going on into your life and of course as we get older in life our we start picking up everybody else's um, ideas, their points of view about what things should be or look like within a space. And so we start to try and change our our natural way of being and try to fit in with what we believe is the right way to look or be within a space or design. And so the um, I would say one of the groups that I really have loved to work over the years are children. And I have in my class where I facilitate and I facilitate worldwide, I either have kids that have come in parents or as teenagers, they've come in on their own and they are so perceptive and so much faster than all of us dum-dums as adults go. And I have to say, I have been really um, excited to have the in my in my class who have consistently needed to the energy of the class, the um, the awareness for the ups to actually see spaces in a really magical way. And so how many of you out there are willing to play? And the key word is play and have fun with your spaces. Really enjoy the spaces and, and look at them as playgrounds. So kids look at all spaces as playgrounds. All spaces are possible of magic to show up in their lives. And so if you watch even little babies, when you put them on a floor in someone's house, and if you, let's say the, the floor has a big shag rug on it, you watch that baby play with that shag rug and, and play with the little bits that are standing up, and they'll find things and they'll play and they'll see the magic in that. And then they might actually play with the, the um, if there's a skirt on the sofa, they'll play with the skirt or they'll play with a leg of a table. And so their whole perspective is very, very uh, close. And they'll see things in a way that you have perhaps missed or you don't see anymore. They might see the magic in a steel leg on a chair or a wooden leg or a combination of metal and wood or glass, anything that you have dismissed as just being a leg, they will actually see magic in that particular item or that particular um, inch of that larger uh, piece of furniture. So creating conscious spaces for kids, for me, has been something I've loved to play with uh, and have the kids give us their input. And so whenever I have a class or when I have a consultation with a family and there's kids involved, I separate the kid and the parents and ask them, what is it that they actually 
are desiring to have with their spaces? What are they desiring to create in their life? And so the really, really cool thing is that they'll talk about what they're desiring. They'll talk about what they'd like to create. And they'll also be open about, hey, so tell me a little bit about the energy that's going on in your parents, um, your life. Like, what, how is the energy between your parents? Uh, if your grandparents are staying, what's going on with your grandparents? And kids, they see things really clearly and they'll call them out. They, they, there's no filter. I, I actually have a girlfriend who's a kindergarten teacher and says, you know, these kids will come and they'll say stuff and they'll, they'll say things that, that pops up for them. Uh, <laughs> And, and it's going to be whatever that is for them. Like, they'll, they'll say, yeah, mom and dad, they slept in separate rooms last night. And, and, you know, the teacher will go, well, that's nice, Johnny. Thanks for sharing that today. And, you know, they'll go around and share different things that's going on with family. And so kids see things, and they'll be, there'll be no filter. Whereas us grown-ups will say, oh, no, everything's just fine, thank you. Our relationship's great. No worries. No, no. Oh, my God. It's better than ever. And it might be really, really easy. It might be really shitty. And so acknowledge that kids, when they play with their their spaces, if they don't like something, say, I don't like this. I don't like the bed. I don't like the chair. I don't like the carpet. I don't like the paint. I don't like the window. And I'll give you an example. So many, many years ago, I've, I've worked with people's homes in, in design and, and decorating. And so when it came to my daughter's room, I decided I chose for her without actually consulting her when she was little, I chose clowns as a border to put around her bedroom. And <laughs> so the funny thing is, is I got this great wallpaper and it was, it was very much sort of the latest in designs for kids' rooms and so I put this border around her room and it was all bright, happy colors. And all around the room, when she went to bed at night, all these clowns were staring at her. Now, from my perspective, I was like, oh, isn't this fun? Isn't this playful? Isn't this cool? From her perspective, she was haunted and had a hard time sleeping because all she could see were these big painted mouths and eyes staring at her. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't playful. It wasn't joyful. In fact, it was, it was almost down. So <laughs> have an awareness when, when kids are, are saying that they don't like something, please acknowledge that when they say it, they're not actually just saying it to bother you or piss you off or, say, I'm, I'm sorry you spent thousands of dollars in this latest design of the room. However, I really don't like it. So would you be willing to start including the kids when it comes to the whole design of house and gifting them that their room is their room? Gifting them. What would you like in your room, Johnny? What would you like in your room, Susie? What would create the most fun, the most play for you. And they might say, they might sit there with crayons and say, okay, favorite color, grab the crayon that's your favorite color. And so they'll show all of that. And then say, so what is, what is it that you like to play with in your room? What toys do you like to play with? And, and start to get down to their level based on their age. Because the cool thing about paint is that it's the most inexpensive form of decorating possible. And so things like getting their little hands and handprints on the wall is something fun and playful or having a section of the wall that they can paint on friends with washable paint. Having flooring that's washable based on little, little kids so that if they bring out their paints and their markers and they mark it up, it's not a big deal. And then knowing that if that floor gets covered later on with carpeting, that the carpeting is still something that can be washable as they go into the teenage years and they might bring their friends over and they might spill drinks or whatever that is. So have your kids involved in creating the space for them. So 
have them lie. They've even furnished the room. Have them lie on the floor and say, okay, ask their bodies to tell you what direction their bed would be happiest in. And so literally lying on the floor, the kids look up at the ceiling and they say, okay, well, I don't like my ceiling mom or dad. Uh, I don't like the light. It's not really fun. It's just kind of boring. And, and uh, you know, if I, could, if I could add something fun to my ceiling, I would put this, this, and this on there. And it's like, and instead of judging it and saying, well, nobody's ever done that. We've never seen anybody paint that or that's really difficult or that's really challenging or no, I'm not going to hang this and this because it'll put a hole in the ceiling. Instead of going to already looking at the negative why don't you actually ask them to come some creative things that they would like to have on their ceiling that would be easily changed out as change and grow up along the years. And so it can be everything from of sparkly lights that can be changed. Maybe they're pink one month, maybe they're green, maybe the ball change to uh, changing the center light to maybe a whole bunch of different lights and then adding a dimmer switch and maybe adding a floor light that lights up from the floor up to the ceiling and then have a reading or a task light. So when they get a little bit older and they're doing their homework in their room, they put an actual light that focuses on their homework and their paperwork and their computer. And so playing with things that are number one, practical, but number two, is playful and magical and gives them that they actually want to spend time in their room. And especially if you've had kids that, let's say, maybe some kids shared a room and now they get to have their own room, there might be this sensation for them that comes up that, oh my gosh, I'm all alone and I've got this really big space. How can they create this nurturing space within their room? And so you you ask them all the things that they love to do in the room. And kids, they love to have friends and they have playtime and they like to have make-believe. And so there's usually a section of their room that's their make-believe section. And then there's a section of the room where their bed is. And then there's a section of the room where there's maybe a table and chairs. And then maybe there's a section of room where they do work. And then there's that morphs into a space of becoming their homework space. And it's a place for their toys. And then there's a place for their clothing. And so, again, based on their height, where are they going to be functioning from? So if everything is from three feet down, that's what you're going to focus on. Everything that they can reach at three feet and down is what you're going to create. Their shelves, their, their, their storage systems, their bed for climbing in and out of, uh, their, their table. Everything is from three feet down. Everything above that becomes like the sky for them, their magical space. What would you like to look at? What would you like to, when you're lying on the ground, everything from three feet up now becomes part of the sky. So a lot of people go, well, the ceiling is is where the, the paint's going to end. Well, no, I'm going to encourage you to actually acknowledge that you can paint all the way to four feet up, three feet up, five feet up. So that now you're including this whole different way of maybe bringing, bringing in a painter that will paint in uh, skies or men or flowers or birds or butterflies. Anything that will be fun and magical for those kids. So, so I am going to suggest that we have a quick break. And when we return... We are going to talk more about magic of children and spaces and all the fun things that you can play with within their spaces that's going to have them be so much happier, sleep so much better, and actually feel that they're participating in the creation of their future through spaces. You're speaking with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 
9 a.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815 880 8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, everyone. And you are speaking with Annette at Infinite Energies and the founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. So today we're talking about children and their spaces and how conscious are children oh my gosh completely <laughs> they are so aware of their surroundings they are so aware of their spaces and so bless the beautiful children out there who are told what they have to do where they have to go they are forced into a certain classroom a certain style forced into a chair and a desk facing a certain direction even though that doesn't maybe work for their body and when parents move from space to space they're told that maybe they're asked hey which room would you like to choose and basically they are either given furniture that their parents have passed from one kid to another and they parents are making it work so kids for being the chameleon of your environment. Because truthfully, kids become chameleons from very early on when their parents buy their crib or their bassinet and they put their bodies and they wrap them up in these little bundles and they uh, either like a little papoose and, and so they put them in this waddle of, of, of blankets and they put them in a crib and they say, this is how your body's going to be. And then every time their little bodies kick off their blankets, the parents come in and they rearrange it and they wrap them up really tight again. And they force them either on their side, their back, their tummy, whichever way the parent has decided is the best for their child. And so I had a son who loved to wiggle and he would out of his blankets and he would also, his body, when I put him in his, his body, every time I came to see or check on him, his body had physically moved away, so in one way, it would be vertical in, within the crib, and then it turned horizontally or on an angle away from this one particular section of the crib. And so, gosh, I must have done this for, I don't know, two or three weeks. I kept putting his body into this position when I put him to bed in the morning or middle of the night. I'd see how his body would move. And I kept trying to push his body back into what I believed his body should be in to get a good night's sleep. And when I acknowledged that, no, there was something that his body perceived that wasn't being in a certain position. And so his body was telling me by his position, and this is I'm going to encourage all parents out there, is have a look at which way your bodies or the children's body, baby's bodies, are positioned throughout the night as you go in and check on them or or however that is, see how their bodies move. And as they're showing you through their bodies what's comfortable and what isn't, then I'm going to encourage you to either get someone like myself or someone within your community or area to actually go in and and check the area for geopathic stress. So geopathic stress is is something that can affect all the atom molecules in your body. 
And it comes up from very, very, very deep. I'm talking miles deep to Mother Earth. And so we have these underwater streams or water that trickles uh, underground, and it bounces off the the uh, rock walls and these underground streams, and the vibration of it as it bounces off these underground walls, it will vibrate and magnify as it comes up towards the surface. So if your your child's room is over an idiopathic stress line or an underground spring or water miles down, chances are their bodies will show you a direction that there is more comfortable for their bodies rather than sleeping where you've determined is the right bodies to sleep. So the cool thing about this is as you acknowledge this, you can actually see uh, and, and get a reading done on the space. And then once you've established if there is geopathic stress directly under their bodies, then physically move their bodies to where they and their bed have been sort of leaning towards. And if you don't, excuse me, if you don't have something in to do that, at least watch their kids and feel free to move the furniture around until it works. So get out of your way about that if the bed has to be pulled away from the wall or if it's on an angle to the room or the other main pieces of furniture, we often get so hung up on the design of a room that we forget what's going to be the most nurturing for bodies. And children's bodies are growing at such a rapid speed and their molecular structure and their, and their beautiful um, bodies are, are growing at such a rapid speed. And, and through that growth, you can actually assist their bodies to grow very healthfully or you can actually keep their bodies smaller, create illness, create sickness by based on where their bed is at. Now, that's pretty powerful stuff. And you, some people might, that's a, that's a pretty uh, big uh, comment that you can make. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, where your body sleeps at night, where the, num- you know, your hours, 10 hours, whatever number of hours your body is sleeping that is when your body nourishing and you're out of your mind, you're out of your head. And so you're actually turning off that brain all seem to function from during the day and allowing your body to do its job where it does its repair work, where it does its healing at night. And so if, you're, if your bed is over geopathic stress, uh, ley lines, whatever that is, you're actually creating stress on those molecules, all those little atoms in the body. They're all, um, all the little cells that are flying. It can create unease, disease within that particular body. And so if kids are always getting sick, if kids are always unhappy, if they're grumpy, they wake up tired, have a look at where their bed is at. Have a look at their mattress. Have a look at is their bed with a wooden frame or a metal frame. So and, and you might go, well, I have a metal frame. Well, okay, cool. So have an awareness. Is your bed, because metal is a really great conduit for geopathic stress. It's just like we use in electricity. Okay? We have metal. If I, if I plugged in uh, something and then put my hand in water and t- attached it to metal, of course, you're going to electrocute yourself. It's, it's, it's just an, a scientific fact. If you did the same thing and you put your hand in and and with wood, there's there's no charge or rubber, there's no charge. But the actual natural conduit for electricity is anything metal. And so the same goes with geopathic stress. There's a natural vibration that metal carries that vibration and it and it amplifies it and it will amplify it for the body that's lying above. Um, that particular either geopathic uh, line, like it could be uh, electrical line, water lines, um, whatever lines are coming into your property, all of that can affect your body. And so as you acknowledge that, oh, wow, well, I, yeah, I get sick all the time or I don't sleep or I, 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 I don't always feel, you know, always right within my space. If you 
really like to honor your body, I would strongly suggest that you get a wood frame. And for kids, it's amazing because their bodies are so sensitive. You have metal uh, frame beds. They're going to pick up the electrolyte, um, the, the electric uh, vibration of cell phones and computers and, and, and televisions because it just amplifies everything. So if you have put in a television in your kid's um, room, acknowledge that there is this, even if it's, if, if it's turned off, it, even when it's still, there's still this energetic vibration that actually will uh, vibrate towards your body. So whenever I'm at a hotel room, I put um, the big black box, I always put a scarf over, and then I unplug. Um, if it's facing directly at me, I unplug it. It's just like, ugh. It, it has, it, it, it's the same as, as clock radios. Now, I don't believe that there's a lot of clock radios out there, but when I was younger, that was a big thing, that clock radios also amplify, uh, cell phones amplify, computers amplify, iPads amplify. So just have an awareness around all of the electro, uh, you know, gaming. Kids love their gaming. My son was a big gamer, but I never, ever allowed him to have the gaming system or a television in the bedroom. I acknowledge that when his body went to sleep, his body required shutting down. His body required quiet. It required that quietness, that nurturing space. And so when I when I moved his bed and actually created a space for his body to sleep well at night, all of a sudden he was happier. He slept, studied better. His marks were better in school. His concentration was better. He's a happier little boy. And over the years, it's the same thing. I get my my kids, even though they're adults, to check in where their bed is located so that they can actually acknowledge what what gifts their body the the most ease, which is going to create uh, the most ease for them sleeping at night. So be willing to, number one piece of furniture for children in their bedrooms is their bed. And for all bedrooms, by the way, not just for children, but children, once you set them up with the, with the bed in the right direction and, and having that uh, honoring for their body. The rest is just sort of, I would call it extras, like decoration with you, the dresser and the closet and the door and playing with that and the windows. Those are all, the, the closet door, the, the entranceway door and the window are what I call more fixed pieces. Not to say that you can't renovate and change things. I've done that over the years in different spaces. So play with where their bed is going to create the most ease for bodies, and then after that, you can decorate and bring in the other items, the desk, the uh, dresser for their clothing, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so for all that um, would like to know more about playing with kids' spaces, stay tuned. You're speaking with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and the founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Ever wish there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? And what if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. Learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events 
visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa today to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. The more someone mentions a space or place, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your home's entrance, for example. Usually, you hardly notice it. But when it's mentioned, you begin to see it as if for the first time, don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold. Did you know the entrance to your home is a metaphor for the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying, portraying, projecting? Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infiniteenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome everyone. So you are speaking with Lisa Bennett as the space whisperer and I wanted to just share with you before we pop into um, continuing on with the rest of the show is for those of you that are looking to connect with me, whether you are asking for a private one-to-one consultation which I can do um, online here um, with wherever you are located in the world, I don't actually ever have to walk into your space to connect energetically with what's going on. Uh, but I can give you a consultation, and if you would like to book that, you can certainly go to my website at infiniteenergies.ca, and there's a schedule right there on the site where you can book. There's also some free products for those freebies and uh, um, a downloadable booklet that you can actually work with and play with in your own personal space as you go on your journey with your spaces. And if you're curious about any of the online classes, we have online classes in various languages. We have Portuguese, we have French, we have German, we have Dutch and Chinese. So soon to add more to this list of of, uh, online classes. And then, of course, in-person classes. I do uh, go uh, countries around the world, and actually we have an intro creating conscious spaces and in advance and soon to be a facilitator's class. So there's lots of uh, stuff going on out there, lots of ways of communicating, lots of ways of connecting, and certainly reach out to me on my Infinite Energy business page or Lisa Bennett's, uh, my uh, personal page. And uh, if you'd like to become part of the private Facebook group and play with spaces, we have the um, Creating Conscious Spaces Facebook. So, wow, lots of ways to play. And so for those kids that are tuning in or their parents are encouraging them in, so I'm now going to talk to you. So one question that has come up is how can we as adults learn from our kids with this? And so I'm going to invite all the kids out there to actually sit down with a um, pen, paper, crayons, markers, and draw what their future room looks like. Okay, not where you are now, but what your space, if you could have anything in your room, what it would it like, and draw everything in there that is important to you right now in your life. So draw that out. And don't sit next to your parents where they might influence you. Don't sit next to your sibling. Draw it out. And if you can, write down in writing or or in printing what each item in that picture is, whether it's your bed, whether it's a bookshelf, whether it's games, whether it's a window, a door, um, 
piece of furniture, a chair, a big puffy um, beanbag, whatever that is for you. Uh, just draw it out and, and then use color, by the way. Use all your favorite colors. So don't limit yourself to just one color. And spend the time really asking what is important in your space. And once you've done that, and don't worry about how it looks, guys. It doesn't have to be um, uh, like Picasso, the, the painter. However, some of his stuff was kind of wild. So play with it. Be really playful. And if you need more than one piece, go for it. Tape a whole bunch of pieces of paper. Make it as big as you want. And then I'd like you to share that with who, whichever parent is tuned in to the show today or grandparent or aunt or whoever it is. And share that with them. So that now you can have this conversation with this parent and say, these are the things that are really important to me. If you would like to know what's important to me in my room, these are the things that are important to me. Now, some parents might say, well, you know, the big screen tea in your room might not happen. They might say, we'd rather have you out doing it in this particular part of the house. So you, you, there, there's going to be a, what I consider to be a um, little bit of give and take of what what is possible and what is not based on whatever the parents is telling you. But really be creative about what you love. So if you love to play piano, if you love to play violin, if you love to uh, practice music, if there's something, if you love artwork, is there an art area in your bed? And if your parents have always said, well, no, you can't do artwork in your bedroom because it's messy, well, what if created a section in your bedroom that was your art area? And then either cover up that section of the rug or cut out that section of the rug and have flooring underneath that can have paint on it or take up the rug and have flooring that can be washed so that now you're having this space that actually speaks to the energy of you and it's not cut off your gifts and all the things that that create joy for you in your life because gosh there's so much of that out there where we cut off your joy and we say no you can't no you have to sit at your desk between 8:30 and until recess and recess you can go run around and be crazy and then you come back in and you sit down at your desk again and then you have to work until lunch and then you go and have lunch you eat and you have 20 minutes to to stuff all the food that you sent to you for nourishment into your body so that now you can run around and go uh play outside and and, and uh um, on the play and then We've got to get you, oh, by the way, you might have time to go to the bathroom. And then, oh, we've got to get into class sitting at your desk and working away again before you have to rush out, either get picked up by your parents or get onto the bus or whatever mode of transportation, bicycle, skateboard, whatever that is. And so there's this go, 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 and we jam it all in. So where does your body go to be nourished and joy and actually be creative? Well, if you have so much structure in your bed and bedroom, where are you actually being gifted the space to be creative? Now, I'm not saying for your bedroom to be a pigsty, and I'm talking about pigsty meaning like you've left food for weeks on end in there, and then now you're inviting mice and rodents to come in and eat or cockroaches or whatever whatever country you're in. There's, there's definitely got to be some... Uh, bounce created on what can be uh, left or created or, or whatever that is in your room. Uh, but, but know that if you are, are willing to honor your space, kids, I really want you to listen to this. Honoring your space is a reflection of how you honor you. So let's say you wear the same clothes for the next five days. Where are you not honoring your body with showering and bathing and all of that? Now, I had a, I had my son who loved to wear the same little shirt for days in, and it was his favorite sports. Uh, it was a football player, John Elroy, I believe it was. And so he would wear this, this uh, little football jersey almost every day. And so for me, I was like, well, if that's what he wants to do, if that's creative, then we washed it. 
So are you, are you willing to work with your parents and say, okay, well, if that's my favorite outfit, then I have to wash it every day. And for the parents that are going, but no, they have to change, as long as our children are on bodies by bathing them and, 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 and going and washing their hands before meals or whatever that is, you're actually just showing that you're not fussed. If they want to wear the same outfit for five days in a row, at some point they're going to change, guys. They're going to change their outfit. And how many adults do you see walking around wearing the same outfit day in and day out? Okay, there might be a few. <laughs> But I have to say that at some point in their lives, there's knowledge that maybe that might not be what's going to create whatever they're desiring going forward in their life. That maybe when they meet a girl, they're going to go, wow, you wear the same shirt all the time. They're going to go, oh, maybe maybe I should change my shirt. Maybe I could try another look. So do you see how giving them that creative playfulness is going to just give them the the windows of possible for choice of what would be fun for them because they're in discovery they're in discovery when they are young when they're in elementary school when they're in middle school when they're in high school they're discovering who they are and how many of you as adults are still going through discovery still trying to figure out what it is you want to do when you grow up i know me i'm i'm still discovering i'm still curious i still ask questions i'm still learning and I'm still exploring places, places, and countries, and cultures, and languages. I will never stop. That, for me, is, is as a grown-up, I see the universe as this big, huge, beautiful experiment. Well, kids see this universe and their bedrooms as this magnificent, magical, creative space that they call it their home. Within family home, that's their kind, caring, nurturing space. And if it isn't, then what can we be or do that would create that with them? And for any of you that are aware of kids that don't have that in their lives, what can you be or do to assist those kids and show them a way that can create that kind, caring space where they go in and they go, this is my little nest egg, this is my little... Um, happy nest where I can be kind to myself, where I can I can close the door and know it's my space, and that what I do in my space is mine. Not every adult, all kids, I have to admit, and I've seen that over the years in different clients and different um, socioeconomic, um, whether they they had some money or or very little. There was some sometimes this energy of it's not your space while I pay the bills. It goes my way or the highway. And so how many of you have heard that? If you don't do it my way, then you might as well move out. Uh, if you don't honor this space, then you might as well move out. And no, I get it. I get that is um, something, and it's a prerogative at some point with an adult. If you have adult kids living in your house and they're abusive and not acknowledging and, and honoring the space or spaces, then at some point, I, I, it's like the mother bird pushing the baby out of the nest. At some point on their way down to the ground, the baby bird's going to go, I wonder what these things are that are attached to my body. I wonder what they'll do. And they start to flap them, and then they get themselves airborne very, very quickly. So all of the parents who are holding on to those children, as you call them, my kids, my children, and are babying them, and not actually giving them the wings to fly to create their own spaces, would you now be willing to just let them go? <laughs> Suitcases attached and boxes attached. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, we are going to have a quick break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies and the founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. look forward to chatting with you more about kids and spaces. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energies Radio Show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 
11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Ever wished there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? What if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer, Lisa Bennett, works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. To learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events, visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Would a letter to your home sound something like this? Dear Family Home, thanks for the shelter. I know I don't show you much appreciation, if ever. I try not to think of all the unfinished projects I've been waiting to do, but maybe someday they will be completed. Sound familiar? Lisa Bennett, founder of Creating Conscious Spaces, would like to ask you, what if you stopped making excuses and were given simple tools to shift things? Creating Conscious Spaces helps you release old holding patterns and create a nurturing, thriving environment. To learn more, please visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call US 815 880 8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Lisa Benefit Infinite Energies and the Whisper and founder of Creating Conscious Spaces. So we have been playing with kids' faces today. And kids come in all shapes and sizes and... They also have all these beautiful and creative ways of being. And, and we haven't even talked about kids that have been labeled. Uh, they have been labeled autistic. They've been labeled ADD, ADHD. And there's a whole other whole topic we can talk about with regard to creating rooms that are kind, caring, and nurturing for their bodies and truly uh, listening to what works for them. Uh, again, if you have and are you a parent that has a set way of doing things and you're trying to understand your kid and your kid is saying, no, that doesn't work for me, and you're, you're at odds, you're at loggerheads with each other, really, really, really invite. If you're really wanting to create ease within your home, get out of your own way. Literally stop what you're doing as a parent and go, okay, what am I not willing to hear that is important to my son or daughter that would create more ease for them in the bedroom. And for all of you parents that are dismissing that or have missed in the past and finally you hear it, congratulations. And for those of you that continue to not hear and start to come up with, well, it doesn't work for me and da-da-da-da-da-da, whatever that is, I'm going to really invite you to stop and listen to what your kids are saying. If they're sharing a room, if they are um, uh, in loggerheads in front of their siblings, just really look at what is going to work for each individual body. Take them apart. Don't have a question with them together and say, okay, I'm, besides your brother or your sister driving you up the wall, tell me what is important to you in your room. Have them draw it out. If they don't have words, if they have the words, uh, then sit down beyond the anger, beyond everything, and start communicate with them what is it in their room that they'd like to shift, that they'd like to change. They are so willing. They are so willing to uh, be heard. And if you haven't been hearing them, they may be upset, might conclude, you never hear me, you never listen. And they preempt that before they even open their mouth and say, for once, sit on your hands, 
keep your mouth closed and say, this floor is yours and have your kids tell you exactly what they require, no matter how bizarre it sounds, no matter how bizarre. So amazing. Yes. Uh, will this create something for you and them going forward in their lives? Yes. And be willing to close the door. If they never pick up their clothes and never put it in the closet, well, it's their stuff. At some point, they're going to want to shower. They're going to want to uh, wash their clothes. So acknowledge that those kids, at some point, whether it's you or their friends, are going to say, oh, that's kind of stinky. We don't like hanging out with you. It's going to hit them, and they're going to make a change whether it's a boy or a girl or whoever it is that, that uh, they're desiring to um, impress in school, they will shift things. So step away. Once they start to honor their bodies, they're going to start to honor their rooms. And trust me, when they actually go and move out, you will see a completely different kid. My daughter, when she moved out and she bought a house with her husband, she has her house immaculate and she honors and takes care of her space. And I'm, I'm like, wow, totally cool. So next week, for those of you that love to listen in on the, on the uh, show here, next week's show is creating a space beyond feng shui. And yes, I have been a uh, studier, practitioner, master of feng shui and studied in New York over a um, two-year period and have practiced feng shui for many, many, many years. And what I acknowledged is that it was one of those modalities that I, I honor. And beyond feng shui is really bringing in everything that I knew on a molecular uh, level that I knew from this lifetime and any other lifetime that I could pass over and share with people. So I look forward to having you come and join us for that show. So wherever you are in the universe, I look forward to meeting you in your spaces out there, whether in person, online, in class, and what can we be or do that would create more ease for you in your spaces today? Have an awesome day, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care, and we'll talk. Thank you for choosing Bye -bye. to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an